Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's all. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. It's the Mike Calder Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Joe Mackey, I think, is here. Oh, yeah? Oh, man. I'm... Is he lost? No, no. Gio went to go get him. Uh-oh. So, Weeble and Cash App, boy, when you want to buy stocks, them, you got to answer a million questions. Yeah. Well, somebody just sent me a thing that said Cash App is not letting them buy Nokia. Yeah, I saw that, too. Oh, so... I don't know. Um, I don't know. I have a feeling we're going to all lose all our money. <laughs> hold, hold on. So hold should on we one pull second. it all? No, definitely don't pull it all. I mean, it's just it. It'll what it, what will probably end up happening is the market will reconnect or recorrect itself. So all this huge inflation and everybody going in all together and doing that, it'll that'll go away, and then the stock will go back to its original price at you know five dollars or whatever it was. Dave Portnoy is flaming. Um, Robin Hood right now. Yeah, yeah, as he should be. At least yeah. some, you know, the people have some voice in the in Wall Street. Robin Hood is known to steal from the rich and give to the poor, and they are doing the exact opposite here. Yeah, <laughs> they are screwing over the poor people so that they can't fight against the rich. All right, so I'm trying to use the Cash App now to buy. I'm going to try and buy stock that way. Yeah, good luck. Is this Cash App giving you uh, all the questions, or was that Weeble? Both. Both Weeble. I had to get my uh, I had to get my passport and the whole deal. Really? Nokia's at thirty eight and change now, so we'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. Uh, sit oh, here, is Joe. It really? Sit, be close to me. Joe Mackey is here with his mask on. Um, you you can take it off. Yeah, you're in my house. This is not a den of germs. <laughs> Hold on. Let Joe get all. Let you don't know. Oh, I probably is. I don't know. Yeah, that's you, Joe. There you go. How you doing, buddy? I'm not sure that your house isn't a den of germs. I mean, <laughs> does it look when you rolled up to it? You're like, look at this den of trailer germs. Well, I I, uh, I kicked some needles out of the way on my way. To the <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I didn't think you'd show. <laughs> uh, are you are you doing a lot of dates? Um, it's been very sporadic. By choice or because of the business? Well. It's a, it's COVID and the fact that no one wants to book me. Oh, that, <laughs> they can't deal with this heat right now. That's right. I know you're on you're on fire. I bring the pain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'm glad you're here. We are. Uh, is it weird coming into my house to do this? Has, have you done any other radio inside anybody's home? I have done radio in, in people's homes before. Uh, Where? Tell me about this. Like I, besides podcasts. I did Portland, Oregon. They were doing it in a studio in their house. Uh, this I was, need to know the important things. Was it nicer than my house? I don't think so. This, this is just is really a nice. this is just a room in my garage. Yeah, this house is really nice. Okay, thank I, you. That's what I wanted to hear. Did you inherit money or something? No, <laughs> because it couldn't have been it couldn't have been off your talent. 
kidding. That's I'm Joe Mackey, ladies and gentlemen. He's uh, canceled for the weekend. <laughs> Getting my shots in early, yeah, folks. I know how you operate. Yeah, I know. I know. This wild weasel, he's got something in store. <laughs> <laughs> you, we were talking about your episode of Crashing earlier. Oh, boy. You really do have robot face. I do. I know. Yeah. I, what is it? That's not an insult, though. It's not like, what is it about? Like, I, I, like I, have, I have butthole eyes. If you look at my eyes, they look like they're all black and saggy like a butthole. It's you, like two two anuses, right. anus side, <laughs> anus face. So you you have robot face. You look like the uh, second stage of the Robin Williams robot in Bicentennial Man. You know what it is? Is if you Google the Tin Man from Wizard of Oz, I know yep. what he looks like. Yeah, it, there's a striking resemblance. Yeah. I look just like the guy. It, but I can't figure out your. He could your, be Data's son. Yes. Yeah. You have high cheekbones. Mm-hmm. Which normally people find attractive, so it's not an insult. Normally, well, I'm, I'm saying I'm not. I'm not by saying your robot face is not like saying you have butthole eyes. It's not an insult, wow. and yet it is a it is wow. a distinct look. It seemed like a backdoor insult. No, 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 no. I mean, uh, I think you're adorable. Th- thanks, I appreciate that, and I also have the muscular physique uh, Th- that to the go with it, robots yeah. have. Yes, although I don't know why robots would have a muscular physique. It doesn't. We build them in our likeness. Yeah. What we want to look like. It seems like the movies usually make them look like people when it... Why don't they have forearms? They're robots, you know? That's true. Well, you've talked about this before, haven't you? I thought a lot about robots. (laughs) Are you still dating the same girl that you never want to talk about? I I am. A gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. Yeah, I know. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you, Uh, Mike (laughs) (laughs) Counter? <laughs> Listen to me. I, uh, the more you don't want to talk about something, the more interested I am. Oh, in then it. let's talk about it. Yeah, I'm just That's curious. Same girl. You're with the same girl. Same girl. Okay. And I and uh, by all accounts, because when also when you don't want to talk about it, that means I have to ask all your friends. And by all accounts, she is a very attractive girl. She's very very pretty. Yeah. And what does she do for a living? Something uh, she works medical. in the finance industry. Oh, finance. Okay, I knew you it was a real great. job. You look great, by the way. You Thank, lost I'm, some slim down. I'm waiting for you to follow it up with an insult. No. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Thank you. I was doing Me and, uh, you know, Bobby Kelly. I know Bobby Kelly. We were on diet. Mike Calta of New York, as he's called. <laughs> <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> he does. We were on diets at the same time. Oh. And then I purposely threw him off his diet when he came here. I took. He was complaining about this last night. We do a podcast together, and uh, he was complaining to Rachel Feinstein that he, the minute he got off his plane, I took him right to a restaurant we have here called Dats, and I got him a thing they call monkey bread. I don't know if you've had that anywhere. It's basically like a giant donut bread dessert thing, and he was like, I'm on a diet. I can't eat this. I'm like, you have to. You're on vacation. And then he ate it, and I didn't touch it. And, he's, <laughs> and he went off his diet, and he went off the rails, And uh, but then we went away together in th- for Thanksgiving, and I went off the rails. So now I have to. I'm getting back on track this week. So tough. You look. You look like you're in better shape. I've lost 27 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just uh, I've replaced uh, some of that fat muscle with regular muscle. Right. <laughs> what was your thing? Did you eat bad or do you drink? Because you, you're no, a known drinker. Uh, I like to have a brusque tooth. See, I've cut back, but I've also cut back on. My, I got a sweet tooth. You do. I like the candy, and I just I haven't had candy all month. I've been switching out. You want some now? Carbs for veggies. And- I got an eight-year-old. I have plenty of candy in this house. <laughs> That's why I'm fat now. That's why, like, there's plenty of reasons, but my later year fats is because I have kids. And kids just have all kinds of junk. They they do. I mean, I still was eating Skittles. Yeah. 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 Can't eat why Skittles. would you stop teaching the rainbow? Because you're an adult. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Apparently, it's bad to, at a certain point. <laughs> 
I went to my daughter had a birthday this weekend, and we went to the birthday party, and it is a uh, diabetic nightmare there. I mean, and the, and the theme of her party was candy. So there was candy on top of the cake. That's how bad it was. Wow. Yeah. So I had to get through this weekend, and then I started on Monday on the uh, on the diet. The theme was candy. The theme was candy. <laughs> Do me a favor. Pull this thing up a little in frame. Oh. That's good. You're good. I just wanted to make sure it was okay. in front of your face. Uh, Joe Mackey is here. Joe is going to be at uh, Side Splitters this weekend. Joe has been on the show probably about six or seven times. Two times I called him Joe Maki, and he didn't in, he didn't correct me the entire time. I just assumed for some reason, and you didn't correct me. And then I watched internet stuff, and I went, "Why would he not correct me? Why would he not say anything?" I'm a polite guy, and you, are. you know when, when I'm in someone else's dojo, <laughs> I don't tell them how to sweep the lake. <laughs> I understand. I understand. You are very polite. I'm enjoying your studio a lot. Is that a Val Kilmer autograph? That is a Val Kilmer autograph. Oh, I love to- I love Tombstone. That Tombstone is one of my movie. favorite movies. Oh, I'm your Huckleberry it's- for a good. Watch. Let's, let's watch it after let's, the podcast. I would do that. I would absolutely do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I. This is. I have an office inside my house. And I don't even go in there anymore. It's become like a storage thing because now all I do is hide out here in this room. Wow. Yeah. This is great. It's got no windows, so you could be a real creep in here. Well, I'll take your word for it. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you hang out with? Who's your best friend in New York? Sam Morell? Sam Morell, Phil Hanley, Liz Furiati, who runs the – you know, she's the manager of the comedy cellar. And uh, my buddy, you like, really like Liz, or you just hang out with her because she manages the comedy cellar? Uh, a little of both. <laughs> I, By all I'm accounts, a... Liz is kind of bitchy. Uh, no, I think uh, when you have a high degree of expectation, people take that that way sometimes. Okay. But what I take it as is, oh, the show's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I like I like someone who's assertive okay. and making sure stuff gets done. Uh, someone who wears shoes. Oh man, you saw famous that. When a famous comedian comes to their home. Can I tell you that? So I usually, (laughs) for a while I was in here. Wait, is there another comedian coming in? Yeah, he had had shoes on when Nick DiPaolo was there. Wow, that hurt. So (laughs) I was usually doing this by myself, right? And then Gio started coming here. When Gio started coming here, I started wearing at least socks in here. And then when guests come, I bring shoes. Today I specifically left my shoes outside the door, but you're early. Nobody's ever early. Everybody's always late. You guys were early, so I didn't have time to go get my shoes on. Hey, it's cool to show up early. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. But how did you know I had no shoes on? How did you see that? I'm very observant. I've been studying this room. Where'd that third mic come from? Who 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 is that? Oh, uh, I got oh, a I'm whole, in St. Pete. Yeah, yeah. I have, I look, if you kind of look up there, you can see the Galvin and Spanish and Carmen are back at the station. Oh, oh didn't have the guts to face me. <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> have you ever been in a fight? Uh uh, not in my adult life. Yeah, just as a kid. Would you? Oh, fight? I did get punched. I I broke up a fight. And I got punched in the face, breaking up a fight <laughs> you know, when I was, what, like, in my 20s. What is it about us that makes us break up a fight? Like, I used to do that, too. I used to break up a fight. But also, I was a bouncer for a little while. Oh. But now I just go, I just do this. I step aside, and I let them beat each other to death. I don't care. You know, it was a friend of mine, and he bumped into a guy on the oh. street. And this guy was enormous. And I tr- they were both drunk. Yeah, 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 Tried to talk them out of fighting. Had it all squared away. But he was... Then he turned around and said no, and then it started back up again, and he was he he was he was going to fight. Yeah, there's yeah, nothing yeah, I could yeah. do. And the guy was demolishing him. Oh, so, so step in. I was like, he's had enough. Yeah. I pulled him off, and his friend thought I was. You were fighting. trying. To, you were trying to get involved. Yeah, Could, couldn't be further from the truth. I was not trying to get involved. Yeah, but I had to like not let this guy get killed. Beat up your friend. Yeah. So like, so you got pummeled also. 
Yes, and just explain. Like, my friend's head was against the sidewalk. He was punching the oh, guy. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so I'm like, this has to end. I got to. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then his friend. Now, like, how did you Did you wedge yourself in between, or did you try to pull the guy off? I, I pulled the guy off. Uh-huh. And I didn't strike him. I just pulled the guy off, and his friend, while I was pulling him off. Uh, he oh, jumped in? Yeah, he wailed on me. Oh, wow. <laughs> I had a similar situation. I fought a guy. My last known fight, mm-hmm. uh, it was my one draw, and it was me and a guy. We fought for like 20 minutes. It was like an old Clint Eastwood movie. We fought up and down the block in Ybor City. And um, at the end, we both just tired out. We looked at each other and, went, and walked away because we couldn't. I broke <laughs> my bone in my in my finger and my hand. It was It was an incredible fight. But it started off by the guy's girlfriend kept jumping on me while I was fighting this guy and biting me. Wow. Yeah, and I kept I didn't want to hit a girl, I kept pushing her off. And finally I looked at him and I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill her if she jumps on me again and she jumped on and bit me again and I punched her and and I knocked her out and I thought that she was dead for a second. <laughs> so wow. I feel like it took my mind off of the fight because I was worried that I had also killed a woman. <laughs> so I felt like that I didn't get the advantage in the fight because I was worried about the homicide. So but at the end, we called it a draw and walked away. It was like Peter versus the chicken on Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a, a crane was carrying a, an I-beam, and you were right. fighting off that, and then you fall under the tree. Yes, that's exactly what it was like. It was, it was so long ago, but that was my last memory of fighting. Now I find out it's a lot easier to just let people fight or just move out of the way. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care what you say to me. You can honk at me in traffic, and I'm just like, I don't care. I, I've never had that where so- someone... Uh, I guess, like, some guy was mad at me at a bar for no reason. Right. And he said, uh, he's like... Maybe it was your face. He, he said, say you're a lesbian. <laughs> what? what? You, he wanted you to say that? He's like, say you're a lesbian. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm a lesbian. Oh, you just said it? Yeah, I was like, I, and he's like, wow, you don't, you you have no pride. And I'm like, I don't know you. I don't care what you think. And I have a lot to live for. Yeah. Like, I, it's not that, it's not that, uh... I I won't fight. I won't fight for nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's not. You know. It's like I. It's like if I died, people would be sad. Who? Not many, but there would yeah. be people. If I went up to you in a bar and I said, if I said to my friend, this guy looks like he might be a lesbian, and I went up to him and I go, "Say you're a lesbian," you went, "I'm a lesbian." I would laugh and I'd be like, "And the guy's got a great sense of humor." Yeah. yeah. Like who? You have no pride. Well, you. I was trying to make you happy, you big monster. Yeah. It's like why? It's it's a. Like, it, it, am I going to fight because some stranger doesn't like me? It seems kind of re- yeah, it's silly, and I feel bad for people who like want to fight. Like, yeah. why do you want to fight? Like, plus you're going to get no street cred from beating me up. <laughs> beating up a lesbian. The, the risk is all on their <laughs> side because if they beat me up, they're like, "Yeah, but you beat up that guy. He looks like uh, he looks like giant Pinocchio." Yeah, but yeah. if I if I somehow upset you and pull off the miracle and win the fight. Oh You'll my God. never live that never down. Never live it down. Giant Pinocchio beat you up. That guy who looked like Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when he flipped you at the bar and threw you through the glass window? Do you think you could be the next? Like, what if they came? What if Pee Wee Herman came to you and said, I'm obviously too old to do this. You could be the next generation Pee Wee Herman. Like, nobody went to Flo and said, go to L.A. You're going to be the spokesman for the insurance company. She wanted to go be Meryl Streep. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, now you're millionaire flow. That's how life goes. So you want to be a super famous comedian, but what happens if they're like, well, you're next Pee Wee Herman? I would say, nope. I want to be the next flow. <laughs> I want her job so much more because those she tapes those ads and she gets all those residuals. I think she was a comedian. 
Um, I think she was a comedian. You know, anybody could say they were a comedian. Well, so I, I guess I guess I've proved that right. Yeah. <laughs> See, I beat you to the punch. Uh, <laughs> uh, if if uh, flow, that's a good gig. Like, oh, so comics will come out like they'll say, like even Seinfeld. Yeah, they always say, why do you still go out on the road? You're a billionaire. And he's like, I love the road. This is what made me. But most comics I know are like, I can't wait to get off the road. Please give me a TV show. Or I'll even take Flo's gig or whatever you got. And I don't want to do the road anymore. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, would, I would still understand the Seinfeld part of it. Because yeah. uh, I can't remember who said it. They said, I don't get paid. I think it was B.B. King. I don't get paid to perform. I get paid to travel. Right, right. And travel Performing is usually the worst part. Yeah. Uh, but when you're Seinfeld, I'm sure the travel experience is vastly <laughs> different. He played here in Clearwater and said on stage that he would sleep in his own bed in New York that night. Wow. He will get off the stage, can go right to the airport, and two hours be home and in his, uh, in his bed. Why would he leave Clearwater? I'd rather be in Clearwater. Clearwater. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Joe Mackey who's here. Joe is a very funny comedian. He's been a great guest on this show, and uh, you definitely have seen him on TV, and you've seen him on Last Comic Standing. Do you hate that people bring that up still, or is that good? Because most comics are like, uh. No, I'm still grateful because I couldn't headline before that. Oh, yeah. Give me the push. Yeah, I did Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, but uh, that's just not enough to sustain a uh, you know, you can't sell any tickets off of right, right. one late night appearance. So, but can really I tell you, me. I've never, before I was in radio or anything, never looked at a newspaper and said, I don't know this comedian, but it says he's been on Fallon before. He must be good. And I would never do that. I would just go, hey, if the comic club books him, he must be funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I guess when there were just three channels, well, that's it true. really made a big difference. Yeah, where yeah, yeah. It's like if, I don't even know what the audiences are of those shows. I don't know. No, now anybody I don't who know. watches them, other than the YouTube sketcher, right. that that goes viral. My uh, so my kids will know Fallon, and uh, but they only know him from the viral skits. I don't think mm-hmm. they've ever seen the TV show. That's so that's so weird. But um, you know, obviously the comedy clips go to. I mean, I've, I haven't seen Conan's show in years, but I've seen a lot of clips of comedians on that show. So uh, that certainly helps, I guess. Uh, I I don't I don't I want to be familiar with a comedian, but I don't want to know his act before I go there. Yeah, and oh boy, if they if their act is, uh, yeah, I some people don't never change their act or never yeah. write, so it's it's brutal if you watch the best five minutes. Right, and then all of a sudden you gotta wait through, um, you have to go through a whole half hour of crappy jokes just so we can get to that five minutes you already know. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're describing Sam Morrill's act. I was gonna act. say, I was gonna say, who is the who's the number one comedian that's guilty of who's the worst uh, at, at not that they're not good comedians, but they're lazy writers. Oh, uh, there's a lot, but not not in the younger generation because we came up with the internet where you had to have yeah. new stuff. It's, sometimes you see clips of a comedian doing the same late night set, like twenty years ago, where they yeah, could do it on every show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Uh, but like Sam, Sam Morell put so much stuff on the internet. He must be a right maniac. Yes, and low degree of quality control. Like, <laughs> <it> just, <laughs> It's like McDonald's sold a lot of hamburgers. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I don't know that, that I say they're the best. Oh, that is great. Now, it, now the Comedy Cellar is not open, right? No, they're not open. So is anything going on in New York? Uh, I do a bar show. Uh, it's on the back porch of a bar, and they have a tent roof oh, over Lord. top that uh, lets the back hang out. Right. But there's no... How many people are, is that? They can fit like 25. Maybe. Now, is that good for you? Because I feel like if you showed up to Side Split and there were 25 people, there, I'd have a panic attack. You know, it's not the best situation, but right. you're so happy to have something to do. And you have to – it's close to 10. 
The bars oh, are so closed gotta get, at 10. Do an so. early 20, 10 o'clock in New York. New York's a 4 o'clock in the morning close down time. If you're out at 11 o'clock, it is like a ghost town in New York. And the only people you run into, you don't want to yeah, run you into. Yeah, so. I feel like I need to... I feel like I need to go up and see that. I want to experience how quiet that is once. It, it is interesting, and like I, you know, uh, trying to make the best of it because it's not the best situation for comedy. Cause right. right now, uh, the lady who runs the show, uh, she puts it on Eventbrite, and then they have to they sell out because yeah. you can only have so many 20. seats. And it's people who aren't really fans of comedy; they're just looking for something to something do. To do yeah. So it's more like a New Year's Eve show where the best stuff doesn't work, but the Easy stuff, to, and it keeps yeah. you practicing. Because when I came back from break, and I'm sorry if I'm talking. No, 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 no. When I came back from from being off for COVID, uh, not because I had it, because of the lockdowns, um, the I I sucked. I was you thinking rusty? about yeah, I was yeah. thinking about jokes again. I'm like, I had to re- listen to sets and try to remember. Heads and other comedians have said they had to go back and listen to their old sets. Yeah, and so much of comedy is confidence and feeling comfortable and looking like you know exactly what you're doing. That's I did stand up a couple of times. That's the only thing I had going for me. I am so confident and cocky up there. But I, and you're right. It doesn't. You don't really have to be that funny. You just have to f- make people think you are. And I'm a supremely confident alpha dog. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's evident. I can read the phone book up there. To, yeah. to, I'm yeah. not going to read the phone book. Right. Like, if they still make phone books. No, they don't. Well, for this, they will. So okay. So uh, now, money wise. Are you panicking, or do you have enough money saved where you're like, I can hold out till this comes back? You know, I was starting to look for uh, homes, right? Uh, and I, I think I went to go see a place in early March, right before where? in in Jersey, uh, Jersey. Uh-huh. and then the lockdown happened, and uh, let's just say the government response was somewhat inadequate. <laughs> I don't want to get into the politics, the politics, but I, best, I spent the down payment to survive, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, and it's, it's some some days I'm like, oh, I'm really lucky. Like, uh, I haven't lost anyone close to me. Yeah. Uh, I, I think in perspective, I, I've done okay. But this has also been a brutal year where I've lost a lot of, you know, it's it's been it just for everybody. It's been a, and... emotionally taxing. Yeah, like, yeah. Every day is something new. and we are We are among the luckiest people in the COVID situation because most of us had it. We had it light. And uh, we got over it without losing anybody. Mm-hmm. Then we were in a job that we were able to do from other locations without missing a beat. Mm-hmm. So we we know how fortunate we are. I start thinking about all the comedian friends I have. And in the beginning, it was like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? And now it's like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? I mean, not, I mean, you guys, Bobby's doing a show on Saturday where he's doing not only a uh, – a live show, but they're live streaming it. So you, if you're a Bobby Kelly fan, you can watch it anywhere you want. Um, there are uh, people who are going up to that Soul Joe's place in Pennsylvania, I think, where it's an outdoor stage. Now, granted, it's someplace to work, but it's also you know 40 degrees out there, and you got to wear a winter hat and gloves while you're doing comedy, like Bernie Sanders on stage. I did a show at Soul Joe's in December. Uh-huh. It was 24 out oh. and snow covered. Wow! And we had 114 people. Yeah. And it's just it's, people want to do something. People want to do something, so I, you know it's been hard. But at the same time, yeah, we're lucky. Yeah. yeah. So that so that, yeah, and then I started thinking about it recently about like some of these people are going to have to go get other jobs now. Uh, They're going to be the funniest Home Depot workers you've ever seen in your life. And uh, it, it's not it's something that's going to carry over because clubs are shutting down. Yeah. Uh, you, you're hearing from club owners, ah, we can't open. I don't know if we're ever going to open again. Uh, except this guy opening up two locations. 
There you go. Everybody else is dying. Side splitters popping up everywhere. Well, it's uh, I, sometimes uh, the the best businesses are starting during during crisis. But you need now is when you need to buy your house. Yeah, uh, but like also uh, some big comedians are working the clubs again. Yeah, I, I know Brian Regan's going and doing club dates to keep. To keep, keep the clubs keep open? Busy. Uh, to keep himself uh, in. Maybe that's more part of his reason, too. I don't know yeah. personally, but uh, so it's, he's got to be rich, right? Brian Regan, Galvin, he's oh, rich. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he's been doing theaters before anyone else was doing theaters the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, but he just wants to work. Yeah, just, oh, yeah. And plus, it is helping the businesses, I, I'm sure. I don't have, I have must say, I'm not a lazy person, but I don't uh, have that urge. When COVID happened and they were like, we're shutting it down, I was like, great. I'm happy. Just I would just stay in this house and not work if I didn't have to. Like, I, like if we didn't have this job and they told us uh, we had a quarantine and couldn't do anything for two weeks, I'd be like, heaven. Yeah, I, and the first two weeks it was okay. Yeah. But then, uh, especially when you're living in the city or near, near New York, we had curfews at 10. Yeah, that and, sucks. And then uh, you almost felt bad being out for your, walk, your mental health walk. Right. Which I don't know how much that helped, being alone to like think seeing about everybody else, yeah. And uh, and then you just like looked forward to the trip to the supermarket. <laughs> who who do you uh, live with? Do you live with your girl? Or you live with Sam? I live by myself. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. Pretty sweet bachelor pad. How long have you been with this chick that you know that she's not forcing you to live with her? Ah, uh, we've been together a while, but uh, it's kind of nice. We both like our space. She stayed over for some of the lockdown, and I went to her place for a while, but. We both have one bedroom apartments, and it's tough, like to be on top, like yeah. basically on top of something. Where do you Where do you live in the city, or I live across the river in Jersey. She Hoboken lives in the or? city, uh, Weehawken, New, we, New okay. and she lives in the West Village, which is by the Comedy Cellar. Oh, so you so you have a spot in the city, and you have it's even better. Yeah, and then she likes coming. Cause I mean, it was Getting better to be outside the city. The city. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I only imagine. That New York City is like I am. I am Legend. That Will Smith movie where there's nobody or like it's not obviously not that bad, but it must feel eerie like that. It feels like that, or the Omega Man, the Charlton Heston yeah. version of the same, <laughs> yep, same movie. Uh, not so much the Vincent Price version. Right? Wow! Um, Look at this guy, an, an encyclopedia of movie knowledge. The Last Man on Earth. Yes. Yes. Uh, which I think the Last Man on Earth. If you're listening and you want to check out a movie that I think's lapsed into public domain. You might be able to look like watch that for free on YouTube. On, yeah. Uh, what is your favorite movie? Uh, my favorite. Or the like top three. Top three. This speaks volumes about a person. When I was single and I meet a girl and I would ask them what their favorite movie was and I could tell if I was going to like them or not, which is odd because my wife and I have completely opposite tastes in movies. Oh, this is a lot of pressure. Yeah, First date, Calta. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we can end up married after this. You can see if you guys watch Tombstone after this. That's uh, right. Tombstone is a good one. That's Whenever you talk, Alvin. It's, it's as if God is speaking directly to Joe. He gets confused. <laughs> Where is he? Yeah. Who said that? <laughs> All right, so top top three movies, maybe. Oh, uh, man, how about Fletch? I, nice. Uh, I could kiss you on the mouth right now. Yes. Uh, oh, are you saying that because of that? I just realized I have a big Chevy Chase Fletch. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh, that is hilarious. Uh, uh, no, I liar. absolutely love Fletch, his dry sarcasm in that movie. I even like Fletch Lives. So do I. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fletch Lives is good. It's definitely not as good as Fletch. No. I mean, especially that motorcycle scene where it makes no sense why they even have to do that. It's like, but, what does it help following the... Right. Uh, but there are... Uh, the, the same Fletch humor and the dry lines are in Fletch, too, so... I wish they'd made more of those. And I know they tried to get him to do more, but he didn't want to... So, who are you years. looking for the follow-up? For They've been talking about uh, Jason Sudeikis or Zach Braff. 
uh, to do the next Fletch movies. Or first, what's Kevin Smith wanted? What's his name to do it? The uh, uh, Banksy, Banky, what is his name? Oh, uh, Jason Earl, Jason Lee. Kevin Smith wanted to oh, buy yeah. it and have Jason Lee play it back in the uh, in the early 2000s, and then it kind of fell out. Did you read any of those books? I have not. So the, there's uh, Fletch Lives and Fletch 2 and Fletch 1, but they're all those are all written like the Chevy Chase. Like the guy who wrote those, it, it's written like the Chevy Chase movie. It's it's a little bit of a different story, but it's they're all. I'm not a huge reader, but they're all good reads. Oh, good. Yes, my can I borrow your towel? My cart to the water buffalo. There's <laughs> yeah, all yeah. kind of great lines in that. There's so many of those. All right, so Fletch, you get uh, what else? Probably, I hate to say because so many people say it, but Lord of the Rings. I love. I love because you first look one. like that little elf. But I go with two towers. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see any of them. Return of the King. Which oh, is weird. Sure. Oh, another oh, voice. You just scared Joe. <laughs> uh, I, I love um, Star Wars. I love nerdy movies. I don't know why I never watched the uh, Lord of the Rings movies. And let's go Matrix with the third one. First Matrix. First Matrix. Okay, I, I hated the other two. I didn't. I didn't hate them. I started understanding them less as it went on. But the first one is an amazing movie. Yeah, I, I almost felt like the Matrix was the new, like the new Star Wars trilogy, where it's like they made the first one and then they. Made the sequels and they threw out some of the rules to his Yeah, they were the forced one. to make the, the third one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I, we can we can continue. So dating. I got to date two. Yeah, he got definitely got to date two. <laughs> we uh, should, maybe we go laser tag. <laughs> <laughs> He's going under the shirt. <laughs> Will you do stuff in Florida this weekend that you know haven't done? Like you're looking forward to doing anything while you're here? Uh just being able to sit inside a restaurant was nice yesterday. Restaurants, uh, you could actually go outside and walk around. Oh, and... good. It, feel, it was glorious. It was glo- in the seventies. Yeah, just... although today I heard it's pretty cold out today. It was in the fifties, but for me it felt great. Yeah, yeah I'm you sure. Got the, I got that thick blood, you know, full of. I'm used to the north northern air and the cholesterol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, Joe Mackey is a very funny comedian. I would go see him this weekend, uh, 960-1197 or sidesplitterscomedy.com. This is where the celebrities start coming to town this week. You never know who's going to show up at this show. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, there's already going to be one on stage, and then you're going to have other celebrities, <laughs> probably a lot of stage and screen world leaders. Probably world leaders, yes. They they know that this this is a pretty hot ticket this weekend. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Carol Wood with Joe Mackey, hot ticket on Super Bowl week. Uh, seriously though, this could be a this could be a fun time. Now, are you somewhere next week? Uh, you... I'm doing a local show in New Jersey next week at uh, Bananas and Hasbrook Heights. Oh man, that place is still there, still going. And it's like usually when you have a club in a hotel, yeah, it's not that great. But this one's been run forever. They've got it down pat, and you see like the the board of who's been there, and it's like you've got pictures that are. Amazing comedians from decades ago yeah. and recent, so it's a fun. That's I'll movie. tell you what. That's what Side Splitters has. Side Splitters has comedians from. I I noticed that you Brian have taken it and regrouped the pictures, which I think is great. You're like, look at these old bastards, and then we also have hot new comedians. Say, whereas Bobby Jewel would be like, hey, look, Tommy Blaze is coming in here again, and then you're like, oh, for the love of God. <laughs> Yeah, there's a wall of dead guys. Yeah, I saw that. So I like the way you redid that. Well, Joe, it's thanks. Well, yes. Sam Kinison's still working? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you for getting up and coming in here today. I hope you enjoy your time here. And um, I hope you don't get into your first fight while you're in Florida. Well, <laughs> you never t- can tell. Like like they said in uh, in Red Dawn. 
two tough kids on the block. They're going to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you, Counter. I would never. I could never hit a, uh, an adorable robot lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. Uh, go see Joe at Sidesputters, SidesputtersComedy.com. It's a Mike. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 